0: Well, good Wednesday morning, everybody. It's the 28th of July, and my title today is Walking in the Light, Not in the Darkness. Well, growing up at the early age of five, I must admit, I was afraid of the dark. We lived in a huge home on the Naval Academy grounds which was provided for the family of professors who were also naval officers. And the picture of it is in your email. It was built in the early 1900s, I believe. And it was a four-story home. And I was sure there were monsters living in it somewhere, perhaps even in my closet or under my bed. Now, at that time, There was only one overhead light on the ceiling and the only light switch was on the wall just inside the door about a 100 yards from my bed. So my nightly routine and challenge was to turn off the light, race across the bedroom, and get under the covers before the monster could eat me. Because we all know Covers have a magic power to repel monsters, and when you're under the covers, then you're safe. So how about you? Did you ever used to be afraid of the dark? Seems to me that as we've grown older, those fears now seem silly and childish. The problem is that we have grown older and now we're beginning to struggle with our sexual brokenness born in masturbation. We're loving the darkness, and now we're afraid of the light. We fear our secret sins will be discovered because we have gone so far into the darkness and we've done things that we are ashamed of, and we feel like if anyone were to find out the truth, then we would be rejected, even or especially by those who we think love us. And if they were to learn the truth about our deeds in the darkness, then certainly they would reject us and end whatever relationship we might be trying to hold on to. And in the teaching about the creation of the universe, the very first thing God does is to command and say, quote, let there be light, and there was light, Even before there was anything to see, there needed to be light so that what he was going to create would be visible and seen. He even said that the light was good. And he called the light day and the darkness he called night. So right from the beginning of the Bible, we have this metaphor of light and darkness. The Apostle John uses light this metaphor, to describe for us a very simple and yet profound truth about our world and our lives as followers of Christ. In 1 John 1, 1, beginning in verse 5, we read, quote, This is the message we've heard from him and declare to you, God is light. In him, there's no darkness at all. If we claim to have fellowship with Him and yet walk in the darkness, we lie and do not live out the truth. But if we walk in the light, as He is in the light, we have fellowship with one another, and the blood of Jesus, His Son, purifies us from all sin. First, just to be clear, John reminds us that God is light. And our days are numbered by 24-hour periods, half of which has the light of the sun, and the other half, due to the absence of the sun from the present sky, we have darkness. Now, it's interesting to me that in Revelations chapter 21 and 22, uh, but twenty-one twenty-three, we read this, quote, The city, which is the new Jerusalem, Does not need the sun or the moon to shine on it, for the glory of God gives it light, and the Lamb is its lamp. So, John, who wrote both 1 John and the book of Revelation and the Gospel of John, tells us that God is light, meaning that there is absolutely no sin or no darkness in him whatsoever. But notice what he says next. If we claim to have fellowship with God and yet are living our lives in darkness, we are not living out the truth. This is true because since there is no sin or darkness in God, if we're walking in the darkness, then our fellowship with Him is not what it needs to be. There's interference. Between us and God, we have a bad connection because darkness minimizes the wavelength of our broadband, and the static of this dark world is creating a resistance between us and God. Notice that he does not say if we walk in darkness, it destroys the connection we have with God. This isn't possible since the Spirit of God Himself dwells within our bodies. And he will never leave us or forsake us, according to Jesus. Our relationship with God remains, but darkness kind of creates, I don't know, a static in the line or, or a deafening of our ears or kind of a blinding of our eyes. And we don't hear his will for us. And we're not seeing him work in our lives. However, John tells us, The opposite is true if we walk in the light. He says if we walk in the light as he, God, is in the light, then we have fellowship with one another. What John says here should shock us. He is telling us that if we are walking in darkness, we're lying, and our fellowship with God is interfered with. Okay, that seems clear enough. One would expect that John would say the opposite of that if we were walking in the light instead of the darkness. We should think that instead of walking in darkness, we are walking in the light, then our fellowship with God would be good. But that's not what he says. Instead, he says if we walk in the light as he is in the light, we have fellowship with, get this, one another. If walking in the darkness interferes with our fellowship with God, then walking in the light as he is in the light, our fellowship with him will automatically be corrected. But John doesn't say that. And I kind of want to know why. And I think the answer is that when we walk in the darkness, our relationship with God is not destroyed. It's just interfered with. It does not affect our eternal relationship with him because we have been born again into his family, sealed with the Holy Spirit, and our relationship with God is eternal. Our walking in darkness does not cause God to not be able to see us or hear us. But our walking in darkness is impacting us as we slowly drift away from the source of our lives. And if we're going to be experiencing the full life that God has for us, then walking in the light allows us to have fellowship with one another, and that is what we need. It is this human connection with one another that is so Absolutely critical if we're going to be experiencing the life that God has for us. Why? Because we not only need God, but we also need one another. And we need to be in a community of other believers with whom we are sharing our true life. And if we're struggling, we're getting help. And if we're going to continue to live in darkness, will continue in sexual sin, but if we walk in the light as he is in the light, we can have fellowship with one another, and the blood of Christ cleanses us from all our sin. This is John Doyle with 180 Podcast. God bless you, my friends. Walk in the light today. Be filled with the Spirit, full armor of God on, and in a community of others who can help you and to whom you can give help. When the time comes, and oh yes, the time is definitely going to come. God bless you. Take care and goodbye.